Shall we all just close our eyes for a few seconds? Heavenly Father, we thank you and we praise you, Lord, for this beautiful evening that you have gathered us here in your presence. Thank you, Father God, for it is your desire, it's your will that you speak to us, you speak to our hearts, and each and every one of us listen to you, O Lord. Thank you, Lord, that no matter what we say, what we do of you, I thank you, Father God, that it is only your desire, Lord, that we all come into the knowledge of the truth, and the truth shall set us free. Thank you, Father God, for every word that comes out of my mouth. I thank you, Lord, that your spirit speaks through me. Your word is on my tongue. 
I thank you, Lord, for every heart of your, Lord. I thank you, Lord, that every heart of your is as a good soil, Lord, and that every word sown will reap a rich harvest. Thank you, Lord, for your faithfulness, your goodness, your love, and your mercy. And I thank you, Father God, that you confirm your word through signs and wonders as given in your word and your promise. Father, we give you every praise, we give you every glory, we give you every honor. In your precious, holy, and matchless name, we make this prayer, Lord Jesus. Amen. Praise the Lord. How many of us were here last week? How many have just come this week? Coming this week? Okay. Most of y'all are here last week. Okay. Some of them are like 50% last week. So there's 50%. Okay. No problem. We'll just do a quick recap of what we were doing. So we just started on this topic of hearing or recognizing the voice of God. That was the topic we are studying on. So as I said last week, I was not able to complete the topic within the given time. So thought of breaking it into three sessions. So starting with last week, today is part two of the session. So we'll do a quick recap of what we studied last week and then we'll start off with today's uh, um, session. Anyone remembers what we did last week of the people who are here? What was the topic? I gave a hint already. What was the topic we are learning on? How to recognize the voice of God. Right? God's voice. So we basically started off uh, with with an introduction stating that a lot of things that we hear each and every day and uh, we are not sure whether that that thought in our head, whether it's actually coming from God, is that thought coming by me making it myself or is it something that the enemy is speaking and, you know, is misleading me. So we all want to be sure that we are all on the right path, listening from God and our lives are in the right direction. So... We, we started off with the introduction saying that how we do that is by having seven questions, seven filters by which we will filter out every thought that comes into our mind. We will have a check against all those seven questions which will help us determine that yes, indeed, this thought, this idea in my mind is actually from God or is it actually me making it up myself or is it from the enemy just to mislead me. So the first filter or the first question that we uh, studied about was, is the thought or is that idea in agreement with the word of God? Is it in agreement with the Bible? So we had a few checkpoints. We had a few examples stating that the word of God is the truth. The word of God is eternal. That is the bottom line against which I compare the thought or the idea in my mind based on which I will know whether the thought or idea, whether it is in agreement with the word of God, because the word of God is the truth, the truth remains forever. It does not change, right? Something that was been already said, already spoken, is already established. So I go and I check against the word of God, this idea, whether it is in agreement with this, and then I proceed to the next question. So the second question that we studied upon was whether this thought or this idea makes me more like Christ, makes me more like Jesus, right? All of us of here wants to be like Jesus, right? Any of you all disagree on that point? How many of you all agree on that point? Disagree is very easy. No, you don't have to lift up my hand. Agree is like 50% do I agree, 100% do I agree? How many of us agree 100% that we have to be like Jesus? Yes? Okay, some of them are making notes, no problem. They also agree because they're making notes, right? So, and we we studied from the word of God itself what it is, what it means to be like Jesus. So Jesus is the fruit of the spirit. So Jesus is essentially the qualities of the spirit. So we see from the book of um, 
Ephesians that it is the fruits of the spirit of love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, gentleness and self-control. These are the fruits of the spirit. And then we saw later on in the book of James, uh, how do we uh, determine what is godly wisdom, what is worldly wisdom. So if any thought or any idea in my mind is out of selfish ambition or is it out of jealousy or it is out of uh, uh, bitterness, that thought or idea is definitely not coming from God. It is from the world and that is definitely not from God. So the thought or the wisdom from God is first of all uh, peace-loving. It is, uh, what is it? It's peace-loving. Then it is uh, submissive. It is um, considerate. It is full of mercy, and uh, it is uh, it does not uh, have partiality, and it is sincere. So this kind of a wisdom is a wisdom that comes from God. So based on which I do a check and I see is this thought that I'm having is it peace loving, is it submissive to the people around me, is it considerate? Do I consider other people also when I'm making this decision or this thought, or is it just you know just boosting my ego? Is it just only for me? And uh, we also saw whether it is um, full of mercy, just like Jesus. Does that, uh, when I say full of mercy, am I able to extend that love towards the people around me, the, the horizontal people around me? Just like Jesus loves me, am I able to love the people around me? Just like Jesus forgave me, am I able to forgive people, those who have hurt or offended me, Right? And uh, that's that's the thing. And about uh, it being sincere and impartial. So we also discussed about not using the word of God to manipulate others. You know, trying to say that, oh, this is what the Lord told me about you. And this is what you need to do. Allow them to go and see and reflect what the Lord is speaking. And we'll see that in the in, in other filters that goes ahead. So starting off today's session, the, the next question or the next filter that we would uh, like to uh, determine by which is this truly from God, is by us confirming it with our, or checking it with our church family. Right? We all belong to a family of your, a church family. Right? So, in essence, what I'm trying to say is, you check that thought or idea with other mature believers. Why is this so important? God did not create us in this world to be alone. Right? We are meant to be among society. We are meant to be among people around us so that we can share our thoughts, our ideas, our love and everything with people around us. Otherwise, we would be self-centered people. God did not want that. Right from the beginning of creation, we see when God created Adam, Adam was not able to share what he had with all the creation around him. Maybe the trees, the animals, whatever it is, he was not able to share it Everything God brought, he was not able to relate to those things. And that's when God puts him into deep sleep and out of him comes Eve, with whom he is able to say, he says, you are now flesh, bone of my bone, flesh of my flesh. I am able to relate to you. I am able to share with you what God has poured inside of me. I am able to share it with you. Right? Did not make Adam self-centered, but he was more of giving. Just the characteristic of God. God is a God who is more of giving than asking or taking, right? He's our God who always wants to give to his children, to his loved ones. And that's what we see right from the beginning of time. And that's the reason we this filter becomes very important 
whether this thought or idea yes maybe it is checked it is in agreement with the word of god second it makes me more like god uh, makes me more like jesus but when it comes to the third filter does my church family are they also in agreement with this or is it just like i said is this thought only to boost my own selfish pride or my ego right so always it's important that i discuss uh, or i share this thought or idea of mine with other mature believers right so if it is in agreement definitely with the, with the word of god they would also be in agreement and say hey yes i think yeah what you're saying is right it it definitely is something that you need to do or something that is in agreement that will definitely work right and if they question you and tell you know bro you need to give a thought with this probably it's uh, maybe it's good for you maybe it's not going to help the people around you maybe it's going to take you away from your family maybe it's going to hurt other people right other mature believers will be able to determine and see whether this thought of yours is going to lead you in a negative or in a path of destruction or is it going to lead you in a path of harmony right and that's what we see in the book of ephesians chapter 3 verse 10 can we can we turn to the book of ephesians 3 verse 10 anyone was it open you all can read it out if you have your bibles with you all your digital bibles also check god's purpose in all this was to use the church to display his wisdom in its rich variety to all the unseen rulers and authorities in the heavenly places praise god see it is the word of god says god's intent is that chapter ephesians 3:10 right yeah god's intent is that through the church the wisdom of god be known to his people and it's through the church we all form the church right and god wants his wisdom to be shared to us through the church through the community so that's what it says of here and and when like we started off if it is genuinely coming from god you know most of the times we go on with this like when we are seated in a congregation like this or we are sitting in the community and there's a word being shared and most of us are like hey that's something that i've been thinking about you know that's something that is actually for me right most of us get that thought probably in the sermon or the homily that father is sharing we're like you know i was thinking something on this lines and that's what father is sharing exactly in alignment right it gives you an indication that yes i am in the right direction i am in the right path right so that gives a confirmation to you whether that uh, did i really make up this thing or lord you are definitely speaking to me about this thing also we see of here in the word of god proverbs 11 verse 9 the book of proverbs chapter 11 verse 9 yeah the wisdom of the righteous can save you so when you are the wisdom of god definitely when you are having godly friends godly relationships around you and you know that your godly friends are sharing something their wisdom is not their own but when it's coming from god that the word of god says such kind of a wisdom can save you can save you from pain can save you from being hurt can save you from making wrong decisions many times we end up making wrong decisions but when you are in a uh, within a, a, a circle of believers when you are in the circle of righteous people you know their wisdom can definitely save you 
so the word of god in the book of proverbs again says that you know the wise learn from the mistakes of the foolish right you don't want to be the first one to do the mistake right how many of us want to be the first scapegoat to make a mistake and then hey you did that mistake you know people pointing at us none of us want to be in that position right that point it's better to learn from someone else's mistake rather than me making the mistake myself right and that's where someone like a, a, a mentor someone like a priest someone like a family a mature believer can guide you can tell you hey you know what if you do this i'm definitely sh- i'm I, i i see i sense that you know you're going to be hurt why don't you save the embarrassment right they will definitely tell this to you because they love you they care for you right and that's what uh, and that that basically starts with me making godly relationships me developing godly friendships right so you know some somewhere i i heard someone saying this if you if you want uh, to know who you are people can know that by your friend circle right the kind of people that you're spending time with definitely they can determine what kind of a person or my personality by seeing my friend circle right so when i'm surrounding myself with believers when i'm surrounding myself with people who are encouraging who are loving and who are always guiding me and telling me you know why don't you do this and just because you are within that circle doesn't mean that you know everyone is going to give you the right answer it's always you go back to the first two filters whatever idea whatever advice is being given is it really in agreement or not right so the book of proverbs again in proverbs 11:14 it goes on to say that in the multitude of counselors there is safety right when you're surrounding yourself with godly people you're bound to be sure that you are safe with the decisions that you take you make you're safe now um and that's that's when uh, you go you check with your fellow believers with your fellow godly friends and discuss you you say you know this is what probably i'm trying maybe it's a decision with a career maybe it's a decision with your family you want to start up a business you discuss and when they are giving you an idea and if it is in agreement with the word of god you you know for sure that okay yes this is a checkpoint i need to take this move forward if it is not in agreement don't go searching for people who come into agreement with you right sometimes we do that right we go to 10 people and we ask you know bro i'm doing this i'm starting this thing uh, is it in agreement and 10 people tell you no don't do it and then after you'll be like okay fine i'll go to another 99 people searching for one person to say finally bro i agree with you let's do this now don't do that mistake right if people are repeatedly telling you time and again that this decision is not going to be for your good take a thought take a step back and tell okay let me drop off this idea let me move forward with something else if all the people are telling you the same thing there is a reason behind it right and again when you're going and checking with the word of god and saying okay maybe this is not meant for me i need to move on i need to make a different decision take a different step think from a different point of view right and that's what the word of god says when you are in surrounding yourself with a multitude of counselors with a multitude of godly people you are safe right so that's the third checkpoint so when godly friends godly people are giving you an advice a suggestion consider it be considerate take a thought and think back lord is this good for me is this wrong for me or not right so that's the third filter next next uh, is a very important filter because it it personally relates to each and every one of us and that filter is 
is this thought or idea consistent with how God has shaped me? Is it consistent with how God has shaped me? Now, we might be wondering, what is this? What is this God shaped me? Right? So, just to start off briefly, you know, before God created us, God knew what we were supposed to do. Before God created me, God knew what was my purpose here on earth. God knew what function I was supposed to be carrying. Not all of us seated of here, can every one of you seated of here can do the same thing perfectly? Right? Auntie Celine makes wonderful noodles. Right? My noodles turns into pasta. Right? She's good at making it. Right? How blessed you guys are. Jerome Prashant. Last time when we had that fellowship, you know, at home, that's what. Yeah, going back to the third point, sorry, before I missed this one thing. Um, to surround yourself with godly, godly relationships, it's important that we as a community, we fellowship, we meet together, we share our thoughts and views, right? Many of us are busy with all the, the, the uh, hassles of work. Most of us are working over here. We may not make time, we not have time to sit on a one-on-one. But we do meet every first Fridays of the month. We do meet, we fellowship for the time of intercessory worship. We lift up intentions for our community, for people who are going through issues. We know there are known issues. So when you meet in a, 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 a gathering as such, and you meet with fellow believers, that's where you can share your thoughts, your views, your ideas, and you can have them checked. Right? So whenever there's an opportunity for us to fellowship, for us to meet, I encourage you all to go, go forward. I'm sure most churches have these small Christian communities. Most, especially in our church back in Paloti, we do have this, uh, an initiative, right? Taken a small Christian community where not everyone can meet like this. Now, if I have to see on a Sunday mass, you know, every time if you have to invest and call hundreds of people like this, it's going to be take a lot of labor, pain and stuff. But, Based on your areas, you have three, four houses together, you all meet together. We, for instance, we meet every first Friday of the month, few families together, we pray, we lift up, we encourage each other. So that's the kind of a forum that you have to look forward to, where you can meet and fellowship with fellow believers. Right? So that was on the third point. Yeah, coming back to, uh, is it consistent with how God has shaped me? Yeah, like we were saying, not all of us can do everything perfectly. Some of us are good at some things. Right? We do some things really amazingly great. Now, when I look at Blossom and Richie, right, they both make amazing posters, you know, for our Saturday meetings. If you ask me to do, probably I had to spend so much time together. But they have that wisdom, that gift of God that makes them think that, okay, this is a topic, this is what something that relates to. Make an amazing poster out of it. Richie, for an exam- for an instance, is a very organized guy. Right? He'll have everything noted down, jotted down, and then he'll do. If you have to see my diary or my book, everything will be heavier here and there. Every one of us are good at something. Uncle Alfred makes amazing pasta. You guys have to have that sometimes. You know, amazing. Each of us are good at something or the other. Right? And that's how God has shaped us. Right from the beginning of time, you would see as we are growing as well, people would start noticing and saying, hey, this person is really good at this. Don't you, you know, haven't people told you, you are good at something? No one has told you. No one loves you or what? (laughs) I just uh, put together a a small uh, definition, okay? 
uh, we see that in, in uh, that word called shaped, right? If if you had to define the word shape, you just break it. S stands for your spiritual gifts, right? In shape, S stands for your spiritual gifts. H for your heart, you know where your heart is. A your abilities. Am I too fast? Okay, I can make note. S for your spiritual gifts, H for your heart, A for your abilities, P your personality, and E your experience. Not all of us love the same experience, right? Some of us love the experience of a travel. Some of us of here are foodies. Some of us love music. Some of us love different kinds of music. Some of us love indie music. Some of us love baila. Some of us... <laughs> we have different genre of music, right? Each of us have different experiences. And this particular thing, your spiritual gifts, your heart, your abilities, your personality and experience makes you what you are. Right? God does not want us to be someone else. Right? God made me to be me. Right? So some of, some, sometimes people tell me, how is it that you think so fast? You know, I, I have this uh, amazing uh, talent of making uh, powerful jokes. People call it PJ. But I say it's a powerful joke. They have their own definitions. Right? But sometimes it goes on that, you know, it's like quit quit. You know, something someone says and there's instantly something I have to say about it. It's a funny thing, right? But not everyone can do that. Some some people have tried it and they've ended up getting bashed up. Right? Quick wit. And quick solution also they've got. Right? So that's how God has made each and every one of us unique. Unique and different from each other. Filled up with amazing talents, amazing skills. And we know for sure that we are definitely good at something or the other. And this is what exactly tells you what you are, right? When you sit back and you see, what are my spiritual gifts? Where exactly is my heart? Does my heart go into this, this thought or this desire that I'm looking for or this, uh, this, this thing that I'm doing? Do, have I put my whole heart into this? Uh, my abilities. Some of us like, we are good at music. Some of us are good at uh, orating. Some of us are good at handling and doing all the administrative works, my abilities and personality. Do Does this go along with the kind of character that I hold? Does this reflect my personality, whatever I'm doing? Or is it I'm just trying to fake it? Am I trying to be something else? And like I said, experiences. Right? It goes on with this. And by definition, you know, when you see something, you know what it is made for. You know, form follows function and function follows form. Right? So if I have to hold this thing, if I have to tell you about this thing, when you see this shape of it, when you see what it is made for, can a person sit on this? Can can someone sit on this? No. It's made to hold a book. It's called a book stand. Right? So that does not mean that I will hold the biggest encyclopedia and pour it on it. It will not withstand the weight of it. It is made for a specific function, a specific task, right? If you see these benches of here, right, you know, we can still sleep, but it's not going to be a comfortable sleep. You're meant to sit on it, right? Very often we use these benches to sleep in church, right? <laughs> Amazing talent, right? And the homily is going on. <laughs> 
I am saying this because I myself am a victim of it. Right? Sometimes I sit over here and I sleep. Right? But it's not serving the purpose. It's meant to be sit and to listen the gospel, to listen to the word of God. That's what it's meant for. Right? This mic, it's meant to amplify our voice. It's made for a purpose. Just because it's amazing, it looks like a shape of a bat. I can't play cricket with it. Right? So, form follows function. Function follows form. You are made for a specific purpose, a specific task. And you should know what you're good at. And definitely, when you are surrounded by fellow believers, your fellow family members, they tell you, hey, you're good at this. That's a clear indication that, hey, yes, I need to, you know, improvise, focus on this part of this thing. And don't try to, you know, do things that you're not meant to do. You know, just because I love singing, if I start singing, Blossom is laughing already. Right? She knows how good I am at picking notes, tones. They say G sharp, E sharp, what sharp, I don't know. For me, sharp means only on a knife. Right? I don't get it, even till today, honestly. You know, Richie has tried to teach me music, but I never got it. Right? That's not what I'm meant for. So, so that's, that's where we have to look at ourselves, you know, retrospect, go back and just check and see, am I good at this? If I'm good at it, let me do it. If I'm not good at it, you know, no one is stopping you from doing it, do it in the, you know, in the comfort of your loneliness <laughs> when you're inside your room. You know, don't make it so that, you know, people, other people are having a tough time because of it. Right? So, that's it. And that's what, you know, the word of God says that you are God's workmanship. You, we each of us are God's workmanship. And um, that's in the book of Ephesians chapter 2 verse 10. Can we go to, yeah. yeah that's Willie's talent. We are God's workmanship created in Christ Jesus. See, even before we were created, we were all created in Christ Jesus to do what? To do good works. Now, this is a very important question. The things that I am doing, are they really good works? Or are they bad works? We had to see. Which God prepared, this is interesting now. Look at that what it says. Which God prepared in advance for us to do. Like we started, even before we were created, God knew our purpose here on earth. God knew what we are really good at. And that's what it says out there. We are all God's workmanship. The Greek word of workmanship goes on to say poema. Right? In English we say it's a poem. Right? Poem is nothing but a masterpiece. Someone who has not copyrighted, not copied from somewhere else, but his, his own experiences put together. And it's a poem. It's a masterpiece. And that's what God is calling each and every one of us when he says, you are God's workmanship. You are God's masterpiece. Each one of us seated of here is a masterpiece of God. Right? And God definitely, right, uh, that's what he looks at us as. And that's what he says over there. You are God's workmanship, created in Christ Jesus to do good works. And that was done, that was already prepared for you in advance. All those things, you know, whatever good things that we do, it's not that we just did it. God had already prepared that opportunity for us. When you help someone out there on the street, maybe a person who's without food, without clothes, without shelter, when you do it, that was an opportunity God prepared for us. You know, if you notice, you know, generally notice this on the streets, there are so many people who come out begging. We see that it's a general scene in Bangalore, any traffic signal, right? 
few people have the heart to go out and do something for that people out there few of us will sit back and say hey this is just a business these people are doing right i for one instance i don't encourage giving money for these people i don't encourage giving money because right at that point of time their need is food whenever i had carry food in my 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 basket or my uh, my lunch bag i ensure that whatever i have i give a part of it giving money we don't know what they are going to do with that money some people misuse and it's rightly proven okay it's not that people are genuinely begging on the street some people might be doing some of them it's just a lifestyle it's a way of living you know sometimes we can we can see you know them gathering together and they have to give out that money whatever they collected to a person out there who is you know like their boss or their head over there so i don't encourage giving money but rather if you have food go out and give them food if you have an extra piece of shirt go out and give it you know most of us have a lot of clothes which we keep throwing year after year we 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 keep looking for orphanages to go and give it out and all just you know make it a practice just carry a piece of shirt in your bag or a piece of a top which is good in good condition you see someone who is having in tattered clothes just give it out to that person bless that person when you are giving it out it serves a purpose it serves something good makes that person to think that you know this is something different it's not just about the money right so that's what god has prepared good things for us to do in advance and and that determines by the shape of us right so the book of romans uh, can we go to the book of romans chapter 12 verse 6 romans romans 12:6 <coughs> God has given each of us the ability to do certain things well right like we said not all of us can do everything perfectly but there are certain things which we do exceedingly abundantly well right we are just like a master in that area but some of us try to do everything you know there's so much pressure upon us i don't know from where but we want to do everything they say right jack of all trades master of nothing right should not try to do that you know there's no pressure on you to try and impress people do what you're good at and that gives definitely honor to god and god has not given us you know god has not blessed us with talents to just lock it up keep it somewhere side god wants us to use our talents our abilities for you know we were singing that song right you are worthy of it all you are worthy of it all for from you are all things and to you are all things you deserve the glory all those talents all those blessings all those abilities are from god we should use those abilities and talents for god and give him the glory right so take it up seriously you, you might be good at an artwork you might be good at singing you might be good at music you know many of us have not even explored that we are good at something because all our life we are just been going about what what people are saying about us what people's opinions are about us but i am really good at something let me go ahead and do it right and that when people acknowledge when people see you that you are doing something good that's clear indication that you are doing the word of god you are doing the works of god right and and if a thought or an impression is is against your talent your ability your skills you know that it is not you should know or it's an indication that it's not from god god does not want to stress or put you under pressure or stress to do something that he never prepared you to do or he never shaped you up to do right 
many of them they force you know they put people under so much pressure force them to do things you know you're not bound to do it maybe it's a parent maybe it's a, 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 a spouse maybe it's a, a, a brother or a sibling you know you see what you're good at and put your strength and if you get the time if you're being forced into something sit down and talk to them and tell hey i'm not good at this rather than me focusing my energy and my time and my talent on doing something that i'm not good at i'm good at doing this you know why don't i do this and definitely they should come in agreement with you because your works speak it out what you're doing is just an answer of it right and don't use it as an excuse to you know not do things if mummy and daddy are telling hey go wash the vessels this is not what i meant to do i i don't know how to apply soap to the vessel now, these are basic things right talking about talents these are basic household things we can do this so as we are saying your shape determines god's will for your life right that definition of shape that we saw that's definitely god's will for your life and um, you 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 can be what god has shaped you to be right you are good you you can be what god has shaped you to be and definitely we we read this i mean we studied this last week god's word god's will will not contradict god's word right if god has a will for us it will not go against his word his promises what he has given in his word right if he has spoken something about you in his word he will not put that desire in you or that the talent in you that will contradict over here it will be in agreement with the word of god so it's always always the first checkpoint is very essential very important no matter what who says always go do the first check whether it is in agreement with the word of god whether it is agreeing agreeing to the word of god go with first hand information not with second hand information first hand what god is directly telling to me through his word is it in agreement with him yes this is definitely from him right so this fourth point that we discussed was about is it consistent with how god has shaped me okay yeah five more minutes i'll just give a brief introduction to this if i am not able to complete we'll take it in the next uh, session the next filter or the next point is does this idea or this thought does it concern my responsibility does this concern my responsibility now what is this what is this responsibility what is an idea got to do with my responsibility right many a times we all look for uh, a sign we look for an indication whether this is from god right and this is my indication that my time is up okay so i'll quickly just give a brief introduction to this uh, point does this concern my responsibility now god speaks to us do we agree on that yes god is speaking with us and that for those who were not there last week the key point for you to god speaking to you is you need to be in a relationship with god right most of us are here i mean every one of us are here and some relationship or the other you hear from your parents speaking to you your siblings speaking to you because you are in a relationship right and to hear from god you need to be in a relationship with god 
right so god speaks to us right maybe through the word of god god speaks to me through stickers on people's vehicles amazing way of he reminding me that his word still stands his promise still stands right so god speaks to us in different forms and ways but now the question is now when god says we often get this thought right god told me to tell you have you heard that god has told me to tell you something now if god does not love you he will not talk to you but god is a loving god right so if he has spoken to me something about you don't you think he will he will desire to speak that thing to you agree yes most of us we go we we are the kind of people right we are preacher chasers you know people who can foretell our future who can see and tell this is what god is telling to me about you if god is so loving and kind he will definitely tell me about me to me right he does not have to come through a different medium or a source right to tell me about me god loves me god loves you he wants to talk to you he wants to be in a relationship he wants to tell you first hand information what he thinks about you what he has shaped you like what he wants to do with you with your life right many a times you know and a lot of damage in fact has happened by people telling that this is what god has told me to tell you that's the bottom line for people because the that line is there right god is there in that god has told it and this brother has told this to me that's it i'm stopping i'm not even making an effort to go back and check is this really what god has told me about me many people they make such rash decisions you know careers are gone marriages are broken because simply because someone told god told this no you need to be very subtle you need to be very sharp to know definitely lord if it is from you why don't you tell it to me directly and he will definitely tell go open up my word read i will definitely talk to you about it you know today as yesterday in fact i was just asking lord talk to me about something and he just led me to the book of proverbs 18 the book of proverbs chapter 18 amazing you know if you get time go back home read it you know so beautifully god talks to us in different different areas of our life how not to walk in pride what is the power in this word life and death being in the power of my tongue you know beautifully he speaks all these things and this is where we have to be very very careful when people come and tell you god has told me to tell you this listen to it be polite be gentle but don't hold that as the bottom line of it all go back check is this exactly what god has told me or is god telling this to me in this area of my life you will know for sure right you can you can hide from people you can if there's a sin that you are going through you are doing people don't have to come and tell you that man you know for yourself where you are messing up in your life right you don't need a preacher or a teacher to come and tell god has told me that this is the sin in your life god will definitely tell you boss this is where you are going away you need to change this track come back and god is a god who convicts he doesn't condemn right that's another filter that we will read we will know about in the next thing and that's the key does this thought or this idea concern my responsibility is it my responsibility to go and share it or tell it to someone else 
and it's very key it's very important that every definitely i'm i'm not denying that god speaks to you about some other people or some other fellow brother or sister okay i'm not denying that many a times it happens right it can happen in a church congregation it can happen in a medium like this where i am sharing and you are receiving and you know for sure that this is something for you right most often we said that many times when i sit back in the church and the father sharing the homily i'm like that that message is for me i know it is for me right god can use people to share to you right but we as people who receive from god should not hurry into it rather take a step back and pray and tell lord as you have said it to me please reveal this to that person please shed light into the life of this person that he or she may come to know that it is from you that you are talking to them about this in their life sit back pray for that person that he or she receives it from god god definitely will make a way for it right and it can happen just like in uh, you know and god often uses us to confirm that thought in your head in your mind you would be having that thought in your mind maybe a plan or an idea that you are you are working upon but you are not sure whether this has come from god you are confused whether it is from god you are in that stage where you are trying to decide decide whether it is from god or is it my own thought or is it something else and someone would come up and tell you you know you would be having a casual discussion and they will keep talking to you or keep giving you scriptures that is in line with that idea in your mind you know that's an indication for you that yes this is falling in line it's falling in place it's not that i'm forcefully going and telling hey god told me to tell you this i'm just telling you you know i was maybe i was just telling like now i said i was doing a study on the book of proverbs and this is what you know i was reflecting on and you would go like hey i was also doing a study somewhere along this i was also having a similar thought you know like minded believers when they are sharing it gives you an indication that yes god is speaking to you about it so these are with this i'll just conclude for this session but i'll continue on this uh, on this point next week right so we need to be very very clear we need to be very careful in where we are receiving from from whom are we receiving from and if we are receiving maybe he is a very close brother or a very close sister of yours or a friend of yours but always make it a point to take it back check with the word of god his word is eternal you have sh- you should always have that checkpoint to see lord whatever has been said to me is it in agreement with your word or not right so just a quick recap of the two points we discussed today what was the third point discuss right confirm it with your church family share the thought your idea with your fellow believers and see whether it is in agreement with them and they are also in harmony with you with your thought your decision the fourth point that we discussed is is it consistent with the way god has shaped me and the fifth point that we just started is is it concerning my responsibilities can we all rise up to our feet can you all just close your eyes bow down our heads just try to reflect on what we have received today and in the last week try to see maybe there are decisions even at this point of time that we are trying to make some decision maybe for us maybe for ourselves maybe maybe it is going to impact my my marriage maybe it's going to impact my children my family there are lots of things in our mind that's running at the moment and with what 
we have studied in these two weeks, let us try to align those thoughts, those ideas with what we have studied and see whether you know it's aligning to those those questions, those filters, and is it is that thought you know passing each filter? Is it narrowing down, giving me a clear-cut indication that yes, Lord, this is definitely coming from you? Ask that question. Go back. And if you still are in that point where you are still thinking, Lord, I don't even know whether it is from you. You know, God is still waiting out there. He is very keen. He is very, you know, excited to be in a journey, in a relationship with you. It takes our step to go forward and say, Lord, I want to hear from you. I want to know what are your desires, what are your plans, what is your will for me in my life. It takes us to take that first step towards him. Father God, I thank you and I praise you, Lord, for this wonderful topic that you are teaching us upon and giving us this direction in how we need to know, how we need to determine and be clear about what we are hearing, what we are receiving, the thoughts in our mind, how to know that it is definitely from you. We thank you, Lord, that as we journey in this, as we grow deeper in this study, in this topic, we thank you, Lord, that along this journey, my relationship with you is becoming firm, is getting stronger, and I know for sure that I am clearly, clearly hearing from you, Lord. It's no longer the voice in my head. It's no longer something that I've made up. It's no longer the voice of the enemy. But you are my shepherd and I am your sheep and I listen to my shepherd. Thank you, Father God, for the people that you have surrounded me with, with godly friends, with godly brothers and sisters, with godly parents, spiritual parents, spiritual mentors. Thank you, Lord, that you have put me in a council of believers whose wisdom is saving me from making wrong decisions, from going in the wrong path, going in a path that will hurt me, my loved ones. I thank you, Lord, that you have put me in a godly council, uh, surrounding me with godly people so that I do not go astray. Thank you, Lord, for letting me know what you have made me, the shape that you have put me in, the purpose of me, what I am good at. Thank you, Lord, for revealing by me making uh, and me trying to see by the definition of that shape that you have put, whether it is definitely aligning to what you have made me. I am your workmanship and do I come to be the kind of person that you have made me in this world? Thank you, Father God, that when you speak to me about people, thank you, Lord, for giving me the wisdom, the patience to pray for them, to lift them up unto you so that not just I know, but they experience that one-on-one relationship with you and they know that it is from you. Lord, fill me with so much wisdom that every word that comes out of my mouth is your spirit speaking through me and your word on my tongue. Thank you, Lord, that when fellow believers and mature believers, when the priests are sharing the word of God, thank you, Lord, that my heart and my mind is receptive to know that this is for me, this is coming from you and you are speaking to me. Thank you, Lord, that you are a good father. You desire that we be with you in your kingdom. And we thank you, Lord, for the people that you have put, the, for the 
for the opportunity that you give us week after week to come of here as believers to gather in fellowship with one another and to know the desires, to know the plans and to know the things that you are teaching us in your word. Father, we thank you for everything that you do for us, you continue to do for us and as we go back home, we thank you, Father, that we, in our journey, if we are already in a relationship with you, it just gets better. If we are not, we are going to be there with you and we are going to start to have a wonderful time with you, Lord. Father, we give you every praise, we give you every glory, we give you every honor. In your precious holy and matchless name, we make this prayer, Lord Jesus. Amen. Amen.